night swing 42 those were the years and such were the tunes oh jangle you still speak to me oh any play by the champs-elysees no one had ever heard it that way pure jangle it's what it came to be Defying bear imitation, a caravan wagon, Paris cafe, red scarf and guitar that gypsy could play. I'm talking about Jangology. Applause through the haze of small cabarets, hot clubs swinging, the people would say. Your jangle, he plays so effortlessly. One crippled hand out set free, that way of playing so differently. Pure jangle, so unusually. A style of pure animation, divine bear imitation. Although he is gone, the record plays on That gypsy spirit still lives in my song I'm talking about Jane Allen Jean
Good evening, Davis, California. This is Live Tracks on KDRT, Low Power FM, for Davis, California, kdrt.org, for the rest of the planet, and quite possibly the rest of the universe. takes a while for the signal to get out there. I'll be off the air and retired from radio by the time this signal reaches outside our universe. So I guess that means I'll be immortalized. <laughs> that was Joe Craven. And uh, I called it the Joe Craven Trio back then. I think it was pretty much... Bruce McMillan and Jonathan Stoyanoff on bass, Bruce McMillan on the other guitar, and Joe, you heard there on the mandolin and singing that song, a song that he wrote about Django Reinhardt, who spent most of his life playing music in France certainly where he came up through the cafes. And he had a terrible accident to his strumming hand, I think it was. And so he had to have a different style to play, and it turned out to be his style. And that's what Joe was referring to in the lyrics of that song. Hello, Marie, if you're out there listening in on this, either live or playback later on. I hope everything's going well there in Paris. Coming up this evening, I've got a lot of local music that I'm going to play. I've also got a wonderful, detailed, in-depth This Day in Beatles History. I'll be going into some some uh, extra detail about a song that they were recording this day in 1967. There's an interesting story behind that, so you don't want to miss that. And I do have a little bit of science that talks about looking out into space at distant galaxies, and also about a flying bat (laughs) that... uh, They've discovered over there in, in its remains, I guess, over in Britain. And then I might get into the history of Super Bowls and also what you can do to help out our native turkeys before they come and attack all of your bushes and sit on your roof. No, a shotgun is not what I'm talking about. That's right out. So... That and lots of good music. How can it go wrong? For those of us who have left brain cells and part of our liver on a peanut shell and popcorn strewn floor in a bar someplace over the years, got a nice little set of music here in honor of what us Americans have turned St. Patrick's Day into, which is a wonderful festival. For eating, drinking, and being merry. And I'm going to start off the show this evening with a very mellow tune and then kind of work my way up. This is Kurt Rogley and Martin Lewis, me and him, from I believe the 7th of November in 2000. 
and 13. Peace.
bartender, please don't be so slow. I got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Tomorrow morning's Friday and I'm gonna be feeling low. So please, Mr. Bartender, I want a six pack to go. I'm in a drinking all night long and taking in this town. I done spent my whole paycheck just honky-tonking round. And I don't got enough to pay my rent. That don't worry me, though. I got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. I said I got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. I got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Thanks so much, folks. Balls, are you Irish? Absolutely, lad. That's what I thought. And the Emeralds, the Emerald Brothers, we're from Dublin, I believe, right? Yes, so we wrote this song about our homeland. It's called Fairly Well. Fairly well, my friend, we may never meet again. Here's to you, here's to me. Here's to distant memories We may pass each other by Just a sweet moment in time Play the cards that you are dealt Fairly well, fairly well The winter is so and springs in the air It's time I be going to wander somewhere so I must bid you farewell and adieu May plenty of goodness fall upon you So open the bottle and pass me some wine Fill up your cup while we still have the time we'll Drink till we're happy, we'll drink till we're full Drink to sail with a hole in your bum Still distant memories We may pass each other by Just a sweet moment in time Play the cards that you are dealt Fairly well, fairly well Remember the good times, remember the bad We wandered the roads with our dreams on our backs Sometimes we'll start bright and others were black One thing is for sure We can never go back The hour is well nigh The dawn she awaits Don't flog a dead horse Or repeat old mistakes The world show keeps spinning Wherever we roam I'll be right beside you I want you to know Fairly well Still distant memories We may pass each other by Just a sweet moment in time Play the cards that you are dealt Fairly 
The quilt of our years spreads across us tonight Keeping us safe with the warmth of the times Let us both sail on into our dreams I'll remember you and you'll remember me Don't ever leave your friends. We got a few more songs, right? Yeah, Steve, how you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. How about you, Tony? Can we try this new one here? Yeah! All right, we're gonna try a new one here. Brand new one. We got some friends out there. Haven't, maybe haven't heard this one. This one's called Same Stars. Tim, you might have heard this one one night. i 
If you were born March 21st to April 20th, you're under the first sign in the natural zodiac known as Aries. Your ruling planet is Mars. Your key word is action. Your symbol is the ram. As an Aries, you're ruled by your head in two different ways, butting or thinking. Your violent emotions, if not controlled, could be your ruin. By controlling your anger, you can solve any problem by thinking it out and acting calmly. As an Aries, you're a fire sign. Therefore, you and your sister signs, Leo and Sagittarius, all have fire in common. Aries may find themselves compatible with other fire signs, but for the best results in love, an air sign is best recommended. This may be illustrated by the fact that fire thrives on air. An Aries is often referred to as a pioneer, mainly because he's always one step ahead and constantly starting new projects. Unfortunately, it takes a great deal of effort to finish anything attempted. An Aries should strive to solve this problem. A prize example of an Aries who has is Herb Alpert. Your lucky day is Tuesday, and your lucky number is four. Your gems are diamonds and bloodstones, your color is red. Money will be easy to come by for an Aries if he is willing to work for it. And money will be easy to win if he does not gamble foolishly. An Aries woman should pick her clothes carefully, keeping an eye on the latest fashions. Her taste should be directed toward warm browns and yellows. Aries men should wear conservative cuts and smart plaids, keeping in mind browns and charcoals. An Aries possesses a logical thinking mind so he should do well in school or study. He has great aptitude for detail work and may find history his favorite subject. It's been found that Aries are known to start projects and yet are unable to finish them. We asked an Aries, Jeremy of Chad and Jeremy, whether he felt this was true. Well, yes, I think this is pretty true. I, I start off with tremendous enthusiasm for a new project, lasts about three days and then I run and hope Chad is going to finish up the project that I've just started. KDRT in Davis, California. 
Well, we're grooving down here at KDRT. Live tracks is what you're tuned into. Strictly speaking, when, teleco- when telescopes look at the light from distant galaxies, they're not literally looking back in time. The past no longer exists. So no one can directly look at it. Instead, the telescopes are looking at the present time pattern of a beam of light. Since the beam of light has been traveling through the mostly empty vacuum of space for millions of years, it's been largely undisturbed. Therefore, the present time pattern of this beam of light is the same as the pattern that it had been when it was first created by the distant galaxy millions of years ago. By looking at the present time state of a beam of light, we can thus infer what the galaxy that created the light looked like millions of years ago. The light pattern from distant galaxies can travel undisturbed for millions of years for two reasons. The distant galaxies are so far away that it simply takes millions of years for their light to travel the distance in a straight line, and the universe is mostly empty, so that light can travel a long way without hitting anything. Started out that set of music with a song from Me and Him from 7th of November 2013. Down at the Odd Fellows Hall. Followed it up with a song from the Cups, Dream. They did that in November of 2015. Kitchen Girl Dravel, Gravel Walk with Flory Brown. Nice raucous number there with fiddle. Biscuits and Honey from June of 2015. Heard Andy Lentz on the fiddle. And also on vocals, singing the uh, wonderful (laughs) plaintive drinking song, Six Pack to Go. Fare Thee Well from the Nickel Slots. They played down at the hall on the 13th of February in 2010. And then followed that up with another song from that same set of music, Same Stars, a song they had just written. And then finished up with Aries from the Astrology album. Yes, I know that technically it's not Aries yet because that would be March 21st. But if you look at the stars that make up Aries, okay, the cluster or whatever, well, it took so long for that light to get here that who's to say that Aries isn't in season now. Indeed, not me. Coming up here in a little bit, I'll have This Day in Beatles History. For now, I'm going to go to the Painted Mandolin. Performance from the 2nd of March, 2017. This is KDRT, Opower FM for Davis, California. You're tuned to live tracks.
If you ever fail 
Peter Mandolin, Midnight Moonlight. From the 2nd of March, 2017. And now it's time for this day in Beatles history. It's a good one. So. I'm going to give just a moment here with a little bit of Miles Davis from his LP in a silent way. So I'm going to let this run for just a moment while you all go ahead and refresh your cool recreational beverage of choice. Perhaps let the dog in or out. Let's all chill for a minute and then go back in time to a magical era with the Beatles.
March 17 over the years. This day in Beatles history. In 1944, George Harrison's future wife, Patricia Ann Boyd, Boyd is born. 1944. In 1961, there's performance at Mossway Hall in Croxteth, Liverpool, and at the Liverpool Jazz Society in Liverpool. Now mark that, because I'll be coming back to that in a little bit. 1962, there was a party that they attended. The Beatles, Brian... Epstein, their manager, Roy Storm, who had been the leader of the group that Ringo played with before he joined the Beatles, Bob Wooler, who was the MC, Master of Ceremonies, at the Cavern Club. 1963, there was a concert at the Embassy in Petersburg. 1964, they were still filming... For a Hard Day's Night, the Beatles did some dancing that day to I Want to Be Your Man and Don't Bother Me at the Garrison, which is the downstairs area of the Les Ambassadeurs in London. Sorry, Marie. My French pronunciation is uh, rusty. 1967, in Studio 2 from 7 p.m. until about a quarter to one, they were recording... The song, She's Leaving Home. And George Martin was there, the engineer Jeff Emmerich, second engineer Richard Lush. And notable for that uh, is that they recorded the strings for She's Leaving Home, and this was the first woman specially recruited for a Beatles session to participate in, and it was Sheila Bromberg on harp. There you go. And then in 1970, they had a gold certification for the single Let It Be. And that's it for the bare bones. Now, I told you to keep an eye on the performance at Mossway Hall in Liverpool. And also, I want you to remember that they were recording She's Leaving Home this day in 1967 for what would end up being on the Sgt. Pepper album. Okay. So, this was the Beatles' only performance at Mossway Hall on Mossway. All right, this is uh, 17th of March, 1961. It was also their only show that they played for the, provo- for the promoters. It was a Mr. McIver and Mr. Martin who ran... Uh, nights at three northern Liverpool venues. Remember in 1961, the Beatles weren't real well known, so they had to play where they could. <clears throat> now, the Beatles didn't earn any money for this show, but they were allowed to drink as much Guinness as they were able. <laughs> so they enjoyed St. Patty's Day there. Now, afterwards, after they finished that, that thing and drinking Guinness... They traveled over to the Liverpool City Center to do a show at the Jazz Society on Temple Street. Now, this was the fifth and final performance at the Liverpool Jazz Society on Temple Street. 
And it was formerly the Iron Door Club at 13 Temple Street. And events were promoted by Sam Leach, whose party they had attended when he was getting married. I mentioned that earlier. The show was billed as a St. Patrick's Night Rock Ball and took place from 7.30 p.m. until 1 a.m. The Beatles headlined the bill. You would have also seen Jerry and the Pacemakers, King Size Taylor and the Dominoes. You would have seen a Caribbean Steel Band and a Calypso Band. And do to do do. The club was renamed the Storyville Jazz Club in 62. And the Beatles played there while it was called the Storyville Jazz Club in March of 62. By the end of 62, it reverted to being known as the Iron Door Club. A little bits of trivia. It's digging pretty deep there. Um, in 1962, they played at the Naughty Ash Village Hall in Liverpool. They played in 63 at the Live at the Embassy Cinema in Peterborough. 1965, they were filming Help in Austria. Patty Harrison celebrated her 24th birthday in India on this date in 1968. And Penny Lane in, 19, in 2009 was struggling for business and asked for help. And the small businesses in Liverpool have called on tourism bosses to improve the struggling area of Penny Lane in the area with its shelter by the middle of a roundabout and barber showing photographs immortalized in Penny Lane. Independent businesses have been hit at that point, 2009, by the recent economic downturn. Tour operators are currently unable to stop due to traffic measures and there are no memorials or information centers to mark its connection with the Beatles. <laughs> And it says here, the Liverpool Council had planned to turn nearby wasteland into a George Harrison Memorial Park. This again, 2010, when this article is written. But the plans were scrapped. <laughs> all right, so that's pretty deep. I mean, I'm digging deep here and all this stuff. But I'm going to go deeper. And that's because I mentioned that they were writing the song, She's Leaving Home. All right. Now, turns out that there is quite the story behind that song, although no one knew it at the time. In February 1967, Paul McCartney came across a newspaper article about a 17-year-old London schoolgirl studying for her AGCE level exams who'd been missing from home for over a week. Her distressed father was quoted as saying, I cannot imagine why she should run away. She has everything here. And this kind of thing, teenage runaways, was topical in 1967. Counterculture guru Timothy Leary had urged his followers to drop out, abandon education, and straight employment. San Francisco Center of Flower Power announced that 90,000 runaways had appeared that year, which was a record, according to the FBI. 
With only the newspaper story to go on, Paul created a moving song about a young girl sneaking away from her claustrophobically respectable home in search of fun and romance in the swinging 60s. What he did not know at the time was how accurate his speculation was. He also had no idea that he had met the girl in question just three years before. I know. Think over that for just a second. He had met the girl who ended up being in that song three years earlier. You are tuned to 95.7 KDRT. Davis, California. The runaway in the story was Melanie Coe, the daughter of John and Elsie Coe, who lived in Stamford Hill, North London. The differences between the story, her story, and the story told in the song are that she had met a man from a gambling casino rather than from the motor trade, and that she walked out in the afternoon while her parents were at work rather than in the morning when they were asleep. Melanie is quoted as saying, the amazing thing about the song was how much it got right about my life. It quoted the parents as saying, we gave her everything money could buy, which was true in my case. I had two diamond rings, a mink coat, handmade clothes in silk and cashmere, and even my own car. She goes on, then there was the line after living alone for so many years, which really struck home to me because I was an only child and I always felt alone. She continued, I never communicated with either of my parents. It was a constant battle. I left because I couldn't face them any longer. I heard the song when it came out and thought it was about someone like me, but never dreamed it was actually about me. I can remember thinking that I didn't run off with a man from the motor trade, so it couldn't have been me. I must have been in my 20s when my mother said she'd seen Paul on television, and he'd said that the song was based on a story in a newspaper. That's when I started telling my friends it was about me. Melody goes on. My mother didn't like any of my friends. I wasn't allowed to bring anyone home. She didn't like me going out. I wanted to act, but she wouldn't let me go to drama school. She wanted me to become a dentist. She didn't like me going, uh, hold on, hold on. She didn't like the way I dressed. She didn't want me to do anything that I wanted to do. My father was weak. He just went along with whatever my mother said, even when he disagreed with her. At the age of 13, Melanie had begun, begun clubbing in the West End of London and when the live television show Ready, Steady, Go got started in late 1963, she became a regular dancer on the show. 
Her parents would often scour the clubs and drag her back home. If she came back late, she would be hit. Quote, when I went out, I could be me. In fact, in the clubs, I was encouraged to be myself and have a good time. Dancing was my passion. I was crazy for the music of the time and could not wait until the next single came out. When the song says, something was denied, that something was me. I wasn't allowed to be me. I was looking for excitement and affection. My mother wasn't affectionate at all. She never kissed me. On Friday, October 4th, 1963, Melody won a Ready, Steady, Go mime competition. By coincidence, it happened to be the first time the Beatles were on the show, and she was presented with her award by Paul McCartney. Each of the Beatles then gave her a signed message. Quote, I spent that day in the studio going through rehearsals. I was around the Beatles most of the time. Paul wasn't particularly chatty, and John seemed distant, but I did spend some time talking to George and Ringo. And it goes on from there about Melanie's life afterwards. And I'll just finish up with a little bit of what happened to her later on. Melanie married at 18. The marriage didn't last much more than a year, and by the age of 21, she had moved to America to live in an ashram, tried to make it as an actress. She now lives in Spain with two children and a partner buying and selling 50s Hollywood jewelry. Quote, If I had my life to live over again, I would not choose to do it the same way. What I did was very dangerous, but I was lucky. I suppose it is nice to be immortalized in a song, but it would have been nicer if it had been for doing something other than running away from home. And that, thanks to Steve Turner in the book The Beatles, A Hard Day's Right, is the story of Melanie Coe and the story behind the song She's Leaving Home which we're now going to hear from the LP, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Club, Hearts Club Band. And I apologize, I have two copies of this at home. I brought the one that sounds kind of poppy and scratchy. Well, at least you'll know it's an album. Stepping outside, she is free 
Beatles from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, song written by Paul McCartney, She's Leaving Home. The story, as it turns out, is about Melanie Coe. Thank you. 
Walk your feet to the beat on the street. Fingers snap into the throats you meet. Rock your roll and you feel so fine. Rhythm takes trouble for your worried mind. Arms akimbo from the left to the right. Use your voice, make your sound real tight. Groove and grease, feel it in your bones. With touch on your toes and mystic get going. Get rhythm. When you get blues, get rhythm. When you get blues, rocking boy, make your feet so fine. Takes all your troubles for your worried mind. Get rhythm. Thank you, Joe. And Bruce McMillan going completely nuts on his guitar. Jonathan Stoyanoff keeping the bass line going. Get rhythm. And started out with Painted Mandolin doing the song Midnight Moonlight. And then I had a very extended, probably the longest I've ever done this day in Beatles history with a in-depth story on Melanie Coe, who ended up finding out she was the subject of Paul McCartney's song, She's Leaving Home, which then I played from the LP that was put out by Parlophone Records in England, and then finished up there with Joe Craven and Get Rhythm. And final note... Real people mentioned in Beatles songs. This is from that book of perfectly useless information. Queen Elizabeth II was mentioned in Penny Lane and Mean Mr. Mustard. Edgar Allan Poe mentioned in I Am the Walrus. Harold Wilson and Edward Heath, both prime ministers of England or Great Britain, was mentioned in Taxman. B.B. King, Doris Day, and Matt Busby in the song Dig It. Mao Tung in the song Revolution. Sir Walter Raleigh in I'm So Tired. And Peter Brown, an associate of John's, 
in the ballad of John and Yoko, and Bob Dylan was mentioned in your blues. And perhaps I'll just throw this in and has nothing to do with the Beatles. Here's a quote from Mark Twain. Always do right. This will gratify some people and astonish the rest. Indeed. Now I'm switching gears completely. So folks, settle back. You have a cool recreational beverage there. And listen up to... Well, a bit of a ghost story, suitable for all ages. The Creaky Staircase. Did you ever have something funny happen to you that didn't seem at all funny while it was happening? Well, that's the way it was late one night when the ghostly trio returned from a scare raid and ran into the creaky staircase. Wow, what a raid! Shh, don't make so much noise, Fatso. Uh. You'll wake Casper, and I don't want to listen to a lecture about getting in so late and scaring and all that stuff. <sighs> I'm too tired to even fly upstairs. Come on, you guys, push me up the staircase. Are you kidding? We're lucky if we can make it ourselves. Now, come on, you go first, Fatso. For once, I'm not going to argue with you. I can't wait to get to bed. Uh, 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 shh, shh. Don't wake up the whole neighborhood. Go ahead, Lazo. You're next. For crying out loud, Lazo, will you wake up? <laughs> well, go ahead. Okay. Do you have to make so much noise? Sorry. All right. Now, I'll show you how to do it. You gotta distribute your weight evenly and put your foot down on the step very carefully, like this. It's a good thing you did it very carefully, Fatso, or you would have gone right through the step into the basement. Will you shut up? You're gonna wake up the... Fatso, is that you? What time is it? Now look what you did. Uh, uh, we were only, uh, sleepwalking, Casper. All three of you? Yeah, we, uh, 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 we, uh, uh, met met in the hall. Yeah. Well, you better go to bed. It's late. We were just gonna do that. Okay. Good night, Trio. Good night, 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 Casper. Good night, Casper. Soon the trio were all snug in their beds. All except Fatso. He was a little out of sorts, and that made him hungry. So, down the stairs he went. Hey, can a guy even sneak down to the kitchen without you squeaking all over the place? I didn't even move that time. Listen, you squeaky creak, I'll boo you right out of the house. Okay, wise guy, you asked for it. Boo! Well, I guess I taught you a lesson. Shut up! Why, you... I'll teach you a lesson you'll never forget. I'm gonna huff and puff. And blow myself up like a balloon for a boo like nobody ever heard before. Boo! Fatso's boo rattled everything in me. It rattled Casper and Fussel and Lazo right out of their beds and onto the floor. 
It rattled my windows, my doors, the dishes in my pantry, and the books on my shelves. What's going on up here? Hey, what's going on out here? Something woke me up. Fatso, you shouldn't fool like that in the middle of the night. I'm only trying to get some quiet around here. <laughs> what? What's happening anyway? You woke up all the creakies, fatso. The whatsies? The creakies. I never heard of them. Nobody's ever heard of them, but everybody hears them all the time. Well, I apologize for the fact that it sounds like people with Brooklyn accents yelling at each other. Not very scary, is it? Or is it? <laughs> this is KDRT in Davis. I'm going to give it one more try, and if that doesn't work... We'll move on. Okay, okay. If you know so much, Casper, then how do you shut him up? What? I said, how do you shut him up? Okay, that's just, that's like calling Archie Bunker comedy. This is KDRT and live tracks in the ditch here in Davis, California.
the fossil of a 170-million-year-old pterosaur, described as the world's best-preserved skeleton of the prehistoric winged reptile, has been found on the Isle of Skye in Scotland. This from February 22nd in 2022. The National Museum of Scotland said the fossil of the pterosaur, more popularly known as pterodactyls, is the largest of its kind ever discovered from the Jurassic period. The reptile had an estimated wingspan of 8.2 feet, similar to that of an albatross. Discovered in 2017 by PhD student Amelia Penny during a field trip on the Isle of Skye in a remote northwestern Scotland, she saw the jaw protruding from rocks. It will now be added to the museum's collection. And Steve Brousset, a professor of paleontology at Edinburgh University, said the fossil had feather-light bones as thin as sheets of paper. And as I approach the end of this program, I'm going to wrap this around and bring the energy level up by a logarithmic factor of 10 or so. After all, there are people out there still endeavoring to munch a few more brain cells. (laughs) Yes, you too can forget all the horrors of Junior high school, just tap that other keg. And to send you down the road, well, I can't think of a better group of guys.
Push a pedal down to the floor. 
and uh, calm them down. That's a turnaround of events right there. When I wrote this song a long time ago, I had some regrets in my past, and I was kind of wishing that I could go back and do a couple things differently. But everything works out in the end. Everything works out the way it's supposed to work out. Absolutely. Better than you thought. But still, but still, still. Well, now, wouldn't it be nice to somehow go back in time knowing what you know now relive all of the nights that the lights were green 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 well we live and learn from our mistakes and some will stick with us while lovers fade i know you all have one that will haunt you till you die in day yeah she said what in a million chance of a lifetime
treat. Thank you, guys. This next song is a memoir about a friend of ours from Woodland, California. Anybody from Woodland out there? Or should I say anybody out there from North, North Davis? Oh, yeah. Wavis in the house. This goes out to my friend Kenny Franklin Valentine, Woodland High School, class of 1987. Got himself in a little trouble. We wrote a song about it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Jesse Jack McCoy Today I'm feeling overjoyed Cause I'm standing here in front of you In this dark and dusty tiny room Would you like a cigarette? Well it might help you not to forget All the things you will confess Redemption wipes out all Again, you'll never sleep in your bed. I'll be standing here without a care while you're sitting in the devil's chair. I'll pull the switch, I'll light you up, I'll drink whiskey from a paper cup and raise it to your memory. And how I am now, finally free from Can't bring the Valentine. Take you down. Costco off 102, 
Right on the other side there is the, uh, we like to call it the Yolo Hilton. It's where they keep people like Kenny. So I was looking Kenny up on Facebook. I could not find him anywhere. So I went to visit his mom over on Walnut there in Woodland. She sent me down to the Yolo Hilton so I could get his rap sheet. This is what my friend did. I'm serious. My God. Here we go. We got arson, kidnapping, assault, vandalism, mail fraud. We got drunk and disorderly, extortion and drug trafficking, tax evasion, solicitation, public intoxication, possession with intent to sell, private cops from a jail cell, disturbing the peace, robbery, shoplifting, Roll away, roll away, roll away, roll away. 
come to life, they'll pass away. Some come to make just one more day. Whichever way your pleasure tends. You plant ice, you gonna harvest well. And you heard the Nickel Slots doing a trio of songs there from the 7th of November 2019, followed up by Joe Craven and the Sometimers doing the song Franklin's Tower. And this has been Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis, California. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the radio station throughout the year. I'm going to go out this evening with Kurt Rogley and Martin Lewis. Peace. Be well, stay safe, enjoy yourself.
If cleanliness is next to godliness, I'm down with the devil at KDRTLP, Davis, California. Thank you. 